What time is it? It's Packard Folks at Time. Hat? Check. Shirt? Check. Pants? Optional. Mug? Double check. Check us out at cafepress.com slash packardpokeset where you can get all this great merchandise and more. Do you like Packard Pokeset and want to hear it on demand and on the go? Download the free app today at stitcher.com. Available on iOS, Android, Nook, and iPad. This is Packard Pokeset and I'm poking at your news. Your news. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another fine edition of Packard Pokes at I am your immutable and unmutable host, Packard Sonic. And joining me tonight from the far east coast is the Atheist Ranger. Hello, everyone. And joining me from the ill that is Illinois is Matt, not a believer, 71. Hello, everyone. How are you, everybody, doing tonight? Great. Doing well. All right. What if there's a really bad, crummy guy who's going to jail, but I know he's innocent? Well, Bart, your Uncle Arthur used to have a saying shoot them all and let God sort them out. Unfortunately, one day he put his theory into practice. It took 75 federal marshals to bring him down. Now let's never speak of him again. You know, the thing about religious people is that they go around saying that they are so moral and they are so much better than everybody else. And they never do anything wrong. Well, that's what they purport to say anyway. Except for those far, far right extremists who are also religious. And they seem to think that what they're doing is a good thing because religion, reasons, whatever. Down in Kansas City, there's a group of people. They called themselves the Crusaders. They were a militia. They're on trial for a anti-Muslim plot. What they had planned on doing was bombing some of the local mosques and churches set up a whole thing where they were going to also send a message, quote unquote, to anyone who was renting to anybody that's Muslim or black or whatever. They were going to plan on killing a landowner or a landlord who was white. So they would say, hey, if you're renting to these people and you're white, we're not going to take any pity on you and we're going to you know, kill you as well. So we don't care. We really don't care. And fortunately, they were stopped because one of them actually grew a conscience and said, uh, I don't think we should be doing this, got in touch with the FBI and was wearing a wire. They would go as far as taking their cell phones out of the room and, where they were talking and they would like close the door, make sure the cell phones were nowhere near them because they're paranoid. And they think that people can just turn on their phones and listen in on what they're doing. But one of the guys that was in this group was actually wearing a wire and they got busted. Atheist Ranger, your thoughts? I obviously glad these dudes are caught and I'm not surprised that the mainstream media isn't covering this, uh, especially Fox News because apparently the, the only time Fox News even, even bothers to cover a uh, terrorist attack is when it's done by a Muslim. Mm-hmm. To anyone who doesn't think that Christians don't do terrorism. They do. Uh, this is a prime example of that. And it is aggravating because I've talked to Christians on even online who think that there's no such thing as a Christian terrorist. Yeah, uh, yeah, there is. Because terrorism, by definition, is violence done in the name of either a political reason or, or a religious one. Yeah, uh, You can make the claim that they're not you know, a good example of your religion. And that's somewhat debatable, but there is such a thing as a Christian terrorist. Don't fool yourself. Yeah, I did do some more research on this, and there was a report by a Fox station, but it was like a local station. It didn't make it all the way up the food chain is to your point that this, let's say, had been a Muslim person that had planned on bombing churches or whatever. This would have been Hannity reporting on it. And but it waters. Yeah, exactly. And even Donald Trump probably would have got, look what these Muslims are doing. You know, I have no love for Muslims either. 
but the fact is that if you tell me that all Muslims are terrorists, but all Christians aren't, even if they do the same thing, that's just total garbage. Matt, your thoughts? It's all the same thing, you know, regardless of what they do, you know, I mean, whether they're Muslim or Christians or whatever, you know, if you're going to do something against people, you're a terrorist, regardless. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad these guys are caught because, you know, this could have been really bad. Yes. Because I remember I was just reading the, the article and they were mentioning something about the uh, Oklahoma City bombings. Yeah. And, you know, it, it could have been that bad or worse. At least. Yeah. It, the bombing that you're referring to was when Timothy McVeigh, who was also a Christian, by the way, mm -hmm. which happened back in 1995, that killed 168 people. If they had not have caught these people ahead of time, who knows how many people would have killed. I mean, we already have already gone through just recently within the last few days, actually, at least the time of this broadcast, there was a guy down in Texas who was bombing people for nobody knows because he blew himself up as soon as the police got near him. He blew himself up? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, they had him as a suspect, and then they followed him to like to a motel or something, and then they were getting ready to move in on him, and they pulled him over uh, along the side of the road, and the guy detonated one of his devices in his car. Ooh. So, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was either last week or the week before, uh, there was a story about a, I forget which state it was in, but uh, it, was, it was all over Facebook, this uh, woman and her kids pretty much uh, desecrated a, a mosque in, in the state they were living in. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's just horrible. I mean, again, I have no love for any religion, but this is a country of many religions. And it says in our First Amendment, separation of church and state, people have the right to believe what they want to believe. Exactly. And they shouldn't have to be, you know, afraid of going to their church or wherever they pray and, you know, something happening. Right. The United States is predominantly Christian. There's no getting around that. But this is not a Christian nation. And it's never going to be a Christian nation. I don't care what kind of laws that they try to put on the books. This is not a Christian nation. Until they change the Constitution that says that, you know, that's not going to be a thing. Right. It's just sad that you know, this is how we have to live, you know? Yeah. In fear all the time. Yeah. And it's usually the right wing Christians that we have to be fearful of. Yeah. And they say that their religion is the real religion of peace. Really? No. Yeah. Actually, fun fact. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the status changed by now, but um, the last time I checked, I think it's almost 60% of terrorist attacks that do happen in America are done by right wing Christians. Yeah. You know what's even worse is that they don't get the same kind of exposure that would be if it had been, say, a Muslim or something that had been doing exactly the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. We need to step up and show, hey, that in this country, most of those people who do that kind of activity are Christians that are doing this kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not saying that the Muslims are saints by any stretch of the imagination because they're not, because their ideology is basically says kill anybody that doesn't believe. Of course, Christianity also says kill anybody that doesn't believe. That's in the first part of the, the Bible in uh, the Old Testament. There's a lot of troubled teens out there, and sometimes they need help, and there's no getting around that. They have to sometimes go to the courts and say, hey, you have to go and get help and counseling at this place or that place. And sadly, that help that they're supposed to get goes to a church 
which I think is unconstitutional, but I'm not the judges in this case. And I think they should not be doing that. They should be going to secular counseling to get that help. However, a faith-based probation order led to one of the teenagers abused by a priest. A 17-year-old Michigan teen had been ordered by the court to complete a community service under the supervision of a Catholic priest. There's your first mistake. Francis Robert D. Land, he fell victim to sexual abuse by the priest. I mean, we do that kind of story almost ad nauseum because this kind of stuff happens so often. Now, according to the report here, he was uh, subsequently arrested late last month for sexually assaulting the teen as well as a 21-year-old man. Now, the 17-year-old assault victim, after reporting sexually predatory grooming behavior by DeLand to police, helped officers with uncovering a sting that led to the priest's arrest. He has now filed a lawsuit against DeLand, Bishop Joseph Sistone, whatever his name is, and the Catholic Diocese of Saginaw. Now, DeLand has since been charged with assaulting two at his home in Saginaw Township. Since then, the prosecutor's office has received numerous tips, surprised, not, related to alleged abuse going back to the 1970s. Now, throughout this priesthood, DeLand, now age 71, was occupied with a variety of high-ranking roles in the Diocese of Saginaw. At one point, which according to the diocese was between 75 and 1980, DeLand was the diocese's vocations director, the priest in charge of recruiting. And screening young men for the priesthood. Ugh. Atheist Ranger, your thoughts? I, for one, am shocked that this <laughs> happened to this young man. <laughs> I, and I'm shocked that water is wet. I know. I just can't believe these judges are still making these freaking kids go to church. First of all, it's community service. I mean, to me, going, going to a church should be an optional thing. Do these judges not watch the fucking news? Do they not get that almost every single fucking week we hear about some priest or some, you know, religious official being charged for sexual fucking assault? Okay, every fucking week we hear about this. And it's not just on this podcast. Go on some of the podcasts that I favor on my channel. Honestly, I, I think the judge is somewhat to blame for this. Yeah. And the thing is, the, the reason why the judges will send them to a Christian place because the fact is Christians don't do bad things. If you believe you're automatically good. Don't you remember that? One of the things is the court finally indicated also that DeLand had bought him an expensive vape machine, invited the teen to his home to smoke, and made inappropriate physical contact including back rubs, hugs, and groping of the buttocks. Okay, that's just that's just sad. I mean like a bad porno. It does. It's it's a it's a really bad porno. I mean, all you're missing is the pizza and the and the wah 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 chicky wah wah music, you know, to go with it. Yeah. You probably well, did have that. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Any additional thoughts there, Matt? Here we go again. Another pedophile priest. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just it keeps happening and happening and happening. And a lot of these priests, they hardly get any time or they get off. Mm-hmm. And this crap needs to stop. Yeah. They're, they're, no way about it. It just needs to stop. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Republicans and the, the, the religious right, they're focusing their attention in the wrong place because they keep saying that because they're gay or whatever, they're the bad people. They're the, the ones that are actually going after your kids when it's in reality, it's these pedophile priests and all these religious people that keep sending them to them. Well, I mean, this stuff has been going on for years. I mean, back in the fifties, forties, probably even later than that probably centuries as far as i'm concerned oh yeah it's uh, oh yeah there was a, a big thing here in, in the chicago area uh one of the uh the archdiocese here in chicago was accused of uh molesting a kid back 
you know, way back. And uh, then the person actually recanted his story. Mm-hmm. You know, whether or not that really happened, I don't know. But there have been a lot of priests here in the Chicago Archdiocese that have been arrested for molesting children. And, you know, it's it's just, it's, it's all over. When is this crap going to stop? Unfortunately, the problem is that when a priest gets busted with this shit usually i mean in in the past it's been like this they find out about it and before they get to the authorities part they will oh you did this thing here you know what we should do we got we got to move you to a new diocese across the country maybe in another country altogether and that's happened too it's been swept under the carpet you know there are a lot of uh priests that that, that's happened to yeah they were reassigned I'm surprised that this one, they actually, the police actually said, hey, you know what? I think we'll do a sting on this and try to resolve this issue instead of, oh, well, you're just a kid and he's a priest. So we're automatically going to take the priest's word over you. So we're not going to bother with this. But I think that there's been enough of this that's been going on that maybe, maybe we're just getting to start to see some traction that the authorities are saying, you know, there might be something to this. And when we get a complaint on this, we should actually not just go, oh, it's a priest. They can do no wrong. We should actually do the right thing and investigate. Right. No, I I totally agree with that. And it should be investigated to the fullest regardless. Yes. I mean, there's also the opportunity that the kid could have been making it up but that's beside the point let's just say for example that the kid is making it up which is rare the fact is that they should be still investigating right no i agree now the thing is this is not the first time that the the archdiocese at this particular place has come under fire from this as an auxiliary bishop of philadelphia Sistone allegedly oversaw shredding of documents containing the names of suspected pedophile priests lied about it to a grand jury according to court documents on march 8th the diocese saginaw released a statement admitting the inaccuracy of its original claim that to our best of our knowledge, Father DeLand has not been suspect to disciplinary action or accusation of priestly misconduct. Oh, bullshit. They wanted to sweep it because their religion brings in the money. That's what it boils down to. All tax-free. Yep, all tax-free. While we are poking at your news, you can poke us at Facebook and Twitter or poke us with an email at ppapodcast at gmail.com. Or leave us a message at 662-709-PPAP. Join us live on YouTube slash Packard Pokeset on Friday nights. Be part of the conversation by live chatting with us during the show. Enjoy the show? Help support us at Patreon.com slash Packard Pokeset. Or look awesome by buying something at CafePress.com slash Packard Pokeset. No money, no problem. You can help us by sharing the show with friends and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. For everyone that shares and rates us, you kick ass. The Atheists. The Bible. And No Wardrobe, the podcast. Wait a minute. No wardrobe? You mean we're going to be naked while we do this? Well, seeing how I'm an atheist and I'm reading the Bible and since clothes are flammable. Fire! 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 I thought it might be a good idea to take them all off first. (laughs) Naked or not, follow along as we read, analyze, and try to keep you from falling asleep as we go through this boring-ass book. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker. Who knows? We may even be on YouTube someday. And be sure to join us for our secondary podcast, The Atheist, The Bible, and No Wardrobe. We're still in the book of Leviticus. Uh, what a pile of garbage that book is. <laughs>
<laughs> of course, we just just did get started in it, so we are not very far into it. But it's still not uh, any better. It's a short book, but it, it's still a piece of garbage. Could it be? Could it be? Now, recently we lost a great thinker, and we've mentioned this before on the show a couple of times so far, that Stephen Hawking had just recently passed away. And there are a lot of religious people out there who are celebrating the fact that he died because he was an atheist. I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say that there have been people that have died that I wasn't happy that they, the fact that they died because they were horrible people to begin with. He was just a man of science and said, hey, this is how the universe works. That deserves him a place in hell because he wanted to explain things crazy anyway if you've ever seen any pictures of stephen hawking the fact is that he was confined to a wheelchair because he had als now the thing is with als for a lot of people their survival rate is very low they're not going to live for years and years and years and he just happened to beat the odds because of his status and he was you know well off he could afford to be taken care of but religious people usually fall under the guise of I don't understand a thing, so demons. Okay. Well, one of these idiots, Mike Shoesmith, the executor of PNN, which is basically probably a pathetic netter news network, claimed that the famous physicist Stephen Hawking was able to live for decades with ALS because he was being kept alive by demons. I shit you not. He thinks that Hawking was kept alive for that long because demons. This is so bizarre. He just insisted that with no coincidence that Hawking had just died just weeks after Billy Graham had passed away, explaining that Billy Graham's ministry really kicked off in 1942, which prompted the devil to use Hawking, who was born in, also in 1942, to counter Graham's preaching. I don't think those two ever met. I don't know. But with uh, Billy Graham, he was a con artist, and he was another one of those people that I'm glad that kind of passed away because he did great harm to this country. He had recently had also added here, he goes, I believe Stephen Hawking was kept alive by dynamic forces. I believe that it was the demonic realm that kept this man alive as a virtual vegetable for his entire life just so he could spread this message that there is no God. He didn't do that. He spread the message of science and critical thinking. And that's a bad thing in these people's minds. Also asserted that if Hawking had simply reached out to God, Jesus would have cast demons out of him. He would have been completely and miraculously healed. Um, really? So to get rid of ALS, you have to believe in God and you have a, have a people say a magic words over you. So therefore that makes things happen. Okay. Whatever. If it's range of your thoughts. Well, I'm not surprised by this. I mean, this is what they always do when a famous non-believer dies. And to your point is really hundred percent correct. Logic, reasoning, and critical thinking is the ultimate threat to religion. That's why they, you know, when you see in these theocracies, they like to control what scientific knowledge that the people get. As far as uh, a lot of these people claiming, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Bible thumping wingnut show on YouTube, but they recently made a video claiming that Stephen Hawking is no longer an atheist because now that he's dead. They're making the assumption that, you know, he's in the afterlife now, meaning God, yada, yada, yada. The only thing I'm going to say to those people is that, honestly, Stephen Hawking came 
closer to discovering the truths of this universe than your holy book or or your so-called objective truths ever did okay this man was an amazing man and not just because he was a non-believer okay this man gave his heart and i probably shouldn't say soul in an atheist podcast but i'm gonna say it anyway that man gave his heart and soul to science and did everything he could to improve our quality of life so you know matter of respect for the man yeah the fact is though there are religious people out there who believe in predestination. And if you understand predestination, that according to their religion, their God knew everything was going to be the way it was going to be before you were even born, right? So according to their beliefs, their imaginary sky wizard sentenced him to hell before he was even born. So the whole idea was just to get ALS and then just be tortured later on. That's a sick son of a bitch. Matt, your thoughts? You know, when somebody famous who is not a believer like Stephen Hawking, they're just going to trash him until they can't trash him anymore. You know, it's like Tony said, this guy put his heart and soul into, you know, science and whatever he was doing all from a wheelchair. I mean, this was an amazing person mm-hmm. and how these people are treating him is just, it's sick. Yeah. It's really sick. They don't even look at the fact of what this guy has done over the years. You know, I mean, I, I really don't know what this guy has done over the years. I really never followed Stephen Hawking, but I, I've heard of him and I, I've seen things on TV and, you know, uh, public television. I mean, he's just an amazing person. Yeah. When a famous non-believer dies, I, I always love how you have some theists come out of the woodwork claiming that, uh, you know, these, you know, quote unquote, fake deathbed confessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. There's a lot of those going around. That There was another one that just recently had passed. I forget who it was. And they said that, oh, yeah, he decided to accept God right at the very end on like, uh, most likely not. And uh, how would they know that anyway? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to give a, a big famous one that religious people will often throw out there is Charles Darwin. They always say, well, Charles Darwin believed in God right before he died. He cha- he had a deathbed confession and his relatives like you were never there at that time and he did not convert on his deathbed you know and when we lost Hitchens a number of years ago there were religious people dancing in the street because oh he's burning in hell for what your whole stick is because he didn't believe in what you believed therefore he has to burn forever that's just horrible imagery right there. I mean, if this was anybody in their family, especially someone that they loved, said, you don't believe what I believe, so you're going to burn forever. What garbage. I mean, we talked about like last year when uh, Phyllis Shafley had died. I was like, she was a horrible person. And I'm glad that she passed on because horrible people like that do a better service to this world when they leave this planet. But I would never say I'm, I'm hoping that she's burning in hell because that'd be hypocritical of me. The woman is just dead and she's not going to experience heaven or hell because there's no proof of either and there's no book written anywhere that makes a claim is going to be a true all we know is after you die that's it and what's keeping the universe together right now it is jesus christ he upholds the universe by the word of his power insane in the membrane crazy insane got no brain insane in the membrane insane in the brain you know there are a lot of religious schools out there and they get to dictate what you do or what you believe because they have that right and i've said it before you know this country is part of a multicultural division of religions so if you want to believe a thing that's fine and my problem is that with 
uh, religious schools is that they are indoctrinating children to believe this thing because they say so. And that really bugs the shit out of me. I can't do anything about it. I can say, try not to uh, let your kids go to religious school because they're going to teach them things that are just blatantly wrong. And one of these religious schools, a teacher was a little annoyed with one of her students because they were acting out. Hey, that happens a lot. I mean, we have uh, millions of students and teachers in this country, and you have to deal with those children that just act out. However, in this instance, this woman went way too far. The parents and the teacher were shocked to find that Diane Williams, a teacher at the Kingsway Christian Academy, had been arrested earlier in March for attacking a five-year-old. I've dealt with five-year-olds. I've had two five-year-olds in my house at one time. Not at the same time, fortunately, because one got older as they grew up. <laughs> but dealing with five-year-olds is not a fun situation because they don't understand and they have a tendency to act out on their emotions because they don't have full mental capacity to understand. Don't do a thing because this thing's going to happen to you. But the teacher had originally had put her into like a timeout area, which, okay, if you need to put a child in a timeout, that's fine. That's, that's perfectly reasonable. But she told the child while you're in detention or in this special area, you should be thinking about Jesus. Okay. Well, the child said, I didn't see Jesus. And the woman decided to stomp on her foot and assault her because stomping on somebody's foot as an adult and you stomp on a child's foot, that's assault. It doesn't matter. The fact is that you think that you're in the right. Doing this thing is not a right. Anthony Stranger, your thoughts? As far as dealing with children, this is uh, why I personally don't want any of my own. I have a uh, niece and nephew and trust me, um, even when I've been around them, they can be a little annoying sometimes. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, this was totally uncalled for, and uh, I hope this uh, this bitch gets fired. And not only does she get fired, I hope she gets blackballed from teaching. Yeah, I I completely agree. She was recently released on bail. Now the school released a statement distancing themselves, which kind of irritates me. They're not. It doesn't look like they're taking any action. They're just kind of like, oh well, uh, she's not really. She's like a temp or something, you know. We're just we're just gonna. Uh, oh, her? Oh, we, we really don't know too much about her. You know, they're, they're kind of distancing themselves, but they're being criticized for not admonishing her even more than they have with more direct language. Like, hey, why the fuck did you do this? And you should be like gone. Then sue the school. Exactly. If a teacher attacked one of my kids, they'd be lucky that they saw the light of day ever again. I agree. Matt, Matt your thoughts? Brainwashed religious people. Gotta love them. You're doing that to a child? Seriously? Because she didn't see Jesus, the, the lady's gonna assault her and stomp on her foot and do, you know, do whatever, and I think she's got the right to do it? No. No way. Uh -uh. Of the assaults that we've covered on this show, this is probably the, the lowest end of the, the spectrum. The farther end of the spectrum has been where the child has been just beaten up by their parents because they couldn't remember a Bible verse or whatever like that. Yeah, like and, that girl that was on that beach or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And these stories are not the exception. They're becoming the rule. Oh, and that's wrong. I mean, it, it, and that's what scares me about that First Amendment Defense Act, you know, the Freedom of the Religion Act. It's like they, they just think that they can do everything because of their you know religious beliefs, and they can't. Yeah. It's like the Muslims. You know, they, how they beat their woman mm -hmm. in their country. You know, they're, they're, they're beaten day in and day out. And of course, you know, their laws, they don't care if they do it. You know, they're going to, they're going to go to jail. There was a, uh, incident 
that we talked a couple of years back. Now, this was over in uh, another country. It was over in a Muslim country. The mother or the father had killed their child because they couldn't remember the Quran. So I'm like, they couldn't memorize the whole Quran for whatever reason. And they, they, they just killed the child outright. That kind of thing has come close to happening here a number of times. Like I said, we talked about that one story where that uh, the lady had beat up her child because she couldn't remember certain Bible verses. She says, I, do you remember the Bible verse? Uh, no. Boom. Upside the head. That just saddens me that they think that their religion is so important that they have to literally beat it into them. Yeah, it's ridiculous. She needs to go away. Oh, definitely. We, we don't need people like that. Definitely not. Because these people are not helping our educational system. All they're doing is trying to force indoctrination. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it at the expense of children is just unacceptable. Fuck the motherfucker. Fuck the motherfucker. Fuck the motherfucker. He's a fucking motherfucker. Fuck the motherfucker. Fuck the fucking fucker. Fuck the motherfucker. He's a child fucking fucker. Fuck the motherfucker. Fuck the motherfucker. Fuck the motherfucker. Fucking fuck the motherfucker. Fuck the motherfucker. Fuck the motherfucking And tonight we have our Pope and a Rope. We don't get to do this segment very often because, you know, we have a little longer month. And tonight we're going to be talking about Pope Leo Demius. He was the 217th Pope. You know, he served from March 9th, 1513 to until he died. December 1st, 1521, served for eight years and 267 days. He was referred to allegedly uttered one of the great statements which he said this like at a party or something where it got translated at the pageant of the post in 1574 for a time when the Cardinal Bamius moved a question out of the gospel. The Pope gave a very contemptuous answer saying all ages can testify enough how profitable that fable of Christine hath been to us and our company, which is basically saying, yeah, this whole Christ thing, that's been a real boom for us. So the fact is that we get people to believe that Christ actually existed and they're going to give us money over that. <laughs> That's great. He was also dedicated to expensive earthly pleasures. Now this would have been Leo X. Now he spent a huge fortune left by his predecessors in just two years. Leo had had a fetish for bawdy jokes and obscene comedies, which I have no problem with it. But the fact is he's supposed to represent godly people. But hey, you know, whatever. And we're often performed by the Vatican with the Cardinals as actors. To maintain his lavish lifestyle, he sold indulgences. Now, if you're not familiar with indulgences, we had talked about earlier how religious people were saying that Hawkins went to hell or whatever. Indulgences were religious people going around saying, oh, well, your family personnel or whatever, your father, mother, brother, sister, they're in hell. But. If you give me money, I can pray them out of hell and then they go to heaven. Those are indulgences. Now, an indulgence basically was a pardon, as I just said, a pardon from hell for such sins as murder, polygamy, sacrilege, and perjury and witchcraft. His nepotism was as corrupt as any pope, according to his son, to a cardinal at 14 years of age. So, yeah, that's what we need is a cardinal that's at age 14. Because they got a lot of life experience. Now, when his cardinals conspired to kill him, isn't that a loving religion? He had the flesh of his servants ripped off with red hot piercers to extract information. As I said earlier, the, the large banquet of the dignitaries, Leo X, made the most infamous damaging statement about Christianity in the history of the church. How well we know that what a profitable superstition this fable of Christ has been for us and our predecessors. So he was like, yeah, this is going to benefit us for years to come. Ethan, Stranger, your thoughts? Sounds to me like this guy was the first uh, 
con artist of his time. And man, that this guy sounds like a real piece of work. I mean, it is nice to know where the whole, you know, donation box thing came from. It clearly was inspired by this guy. But you know what? I think uh, George Carlin said it best. You know, religion is the biggest scam uh, humans ever created. Mm-hmm. And if you've been following us with the atheist, the Bible, and no wardrobe, you would have picked up on that. Right? <laughs> yeah. And he, he's definitely not the first scam artist. He's the first one to acknowledge the scam. I think yeah. openly. On to blackmail everybody. Yeah. Well, I don't know about blackmailing, but I mean, he, he, he did get, try to get people, uh, information from people by torturing them. Said, Give me this information. And he started cutting off their skin. Yes. Right. No, but I'm talking about the pay me money. I'll pray for them. And whatever you had said about the, uh, indulgences. Yeah. The indulgences. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'd say that's kind of like blackmail a little bit. Well, yeah, you know, you're, you're not, I don't think you're far off on that. I, I think it's it definitely, uh, emotional manipulation. You, you're, you've just lost a loved one. Oh, they're in hell for doing a thing. Give me money and I'll make sure that they get out. And now you're going to prove that. Like the thing about Stephen Hawking, you know, about you know, all these religious people that are saying, oh, he's going to be in hell because he was an atheist and now he's, and they're trying to convert him back to, you know, being a religious person, but he never was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay yeah whatever yeah there are a lot of religions out there that will do that they'll say oh we're going to pray for them and then they're going to be our religion now the uh mormon not is it the mormons yeah i think it's the mormons that do that they will go and they will take a bunch of names and they will convert you after they die and like that doesn't work that you're just saying magic words and thinking that you're going to do a thing so if i pray really hard will monkeys fly out of my butt maybe after you die they will i don't know <laughs> <laughs> damn butt monkeys damn butt monkeys all right well we got to get out of here i want to thank everybody that came to the chat room and uh, we'll be back next week with our okay let's talk what our topic subject is we have a few ideas so if you want to get a clue in on what we're going to be talking about download the podcast at itunes and you can get the uh, the staff meeting in which we will talk about and we figure out what we're going to talk about so you get the head no before we do the show so there's that we'll be on at eight o'clock next week and be sure, again be sure to check out our secondary podcast the atheist the Bible and no wardrobe. All right. I will see you next week. This has been Packer Pokes that we just poked at your news. And that's a wrap.